0: Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill, the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church, located in Evansville, Indiana. Today is Thursday, December 14th, 2023. This is edition number seven of season nine as we continue going through the book of Deuteronomy. We're doing it in a devotional way, basically a summary or snapshot of each chapter, certainly not dealing with every pedantic detail um, of the chapter. Hopefully enough information is being given that you can reflect more deeply upon it, uh, go and read it, and uh, think through some of the implications that are there found in those chapters, and give you a better understanding of the Word of God, not just for our minds, just, not just for knowledge's sake, but also that we might apply these things to our Christian life. Let's pray first, and then we'll consider Deuteronomy chapter 7. Our Father in heaven, as we come to your word again, we come in humble expectation that you will teach and guide and direct us. We ask for your mercy and we ask for your spirit that you would uh, lead us into all truth. Uh, we pray that you would open our eyes and our ears and we would be hearers of your word and doers of it as well, for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, Deuteronomy chapter 7, uh, the ESV Bible, study Bible at least, gives a heading, uh, uh, it indicates that this chapter is about God's uh, chosen people. And so with that said, I wanted to just read um, from verses 6 uh, through verse 16, and I'll make some comments probably as I go, um, and then come back and, and and just summarize the the items of the chapter that I did not read. So Deuteronomy 7, verse 6, For you are a people holy to the Lord your God, The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for his treasured possession out of all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. It was not because you were more in number than any other people that the Lord set his love on you and chose you, for you were the fewest of all peoples. But it is because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath that he swore to your fathers that the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord your God... um, is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love Him and keep His commandments to a thousand generations and repays to their face those who hate Him by destroying them. He will not be slack with one who hates Him. He will repay Him to His face. You shall therefore be careful to do the commandments and the statutes and the rules that I command you today. Because you listen to these rules and keep and do them, the Lord your God will keep with you the covenant and the steadfast love that He swore to your fathers, He will love you, bless you, and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of of your ground, your grain and your wine and your oil, the increase of your herds and the young of your flock and the land that he swore to your fathers to give you. You shall be blessed above all peoples. There shall not be male or female barren among you or among your livestock. And the Lord will take away from you all sickness. And none of the evil diseases of Egypt, uh, which you knew, will he inflict on you, but he will lay them on all who hate you. And you shall consume all the peoples that the Lord your God will give over to you. Your eyes shall not pity them, neither shall you serve their gods, for that would be a snare to you. So what we have here um, in this seventh chapter, at least one of the themes that we uh, note in this section, at least the section that I just read, um, is really a comment or a uh, a further comment comment on the the, the moral law, the, the the Ten Commandments, where we read, you shall have no other gods before me. And there um, there at the end of the section that I read in verse 16, you shall consume all the peoples that the Lord your God will give over to you. Your eyes shall not pity them, neither shall you serve their gods, for that would be a snare to you. So not only shall you have no other gods before me, but you shall not make for yourself a carved image or, work ne- or worship this carved image or likeness and, and so forth that we find in Deuteronomy 5 and verse number 8. And so the theme of idolatry, again, is presented to the people, it's put before them, and it is such because we are very prone to idolatry. We can make them and fashion them out of just about anything in our life, anything that we give our affections to that replaces the God of heaven is idolatry. Even our relationships can be such. When we find the relationships that we're having are taking away from our love for the God of heaven, our walk with the Lord, they're leading us into disobedience and other behavior and actions that are uh, inconsistent with our profession of faith, and that means that we have formed an idol, and that idol is tearing our heart and mind away from the living and true God. That's why it's so vitally important not to have idols. That's why it's so important to have relationships in our lives that help us in our walk with Christ. They don't take away from those things. The other thing we note in this section that I read is how God, in his kindness, tells the people why he has placed his love upon them. He see, declares to them, he says, You are a people holy to the Lord. And the question is, why then has he chosen these people to be his treasured possession, as we've noted, as we note there in verse 6, out of all the peoples of the earth? Well, he did that not because of anything great or wonderful in them, but he did it because out of his great love, out of his kindness and mercy, he Determined to place his love upon them, though they were the fewest of all the people. Now this language that he gives in verse 6 about them being their treasured possession comes right out of Exodus 19, uh, where their parents heard the voice from Sinai through the words of Moses, and uh, there in verse um, in Exodus uh, chapter uh, 19 and in verse um In verse 5, now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession among all peoples. Now, a treasured possession is that possession that a king would typically keep to himself. It's his own possession. He owns everything. But there's a uniqueness about this possession that he determines to have or keep or or hold on to. Now, it's true, of course, that the God of heaven owns all things. He's made all things. Therefore, he is the rightful owner of everything that he has made, which is to say, everything that exists, those things visible and those things invisible. But then there's this unique possession that he has. that, That possession that he's determined to place his eternal love upon, to redeem and buy back from the world into his eternal kingdom. And that is pictured for us in the the reference to their history there in verse 8. It is because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath that he swore to your fathers, that oath that he gave all the way back in the days of Abraham, that the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you, very important theme, from the house of slavery, from the house of, for the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And so Egypt for us today is a picture of our bondage to sin, that, that slavery that we, that we languished, that we were under, that dominion of sin that reigned over us. But the God of heaven has placed his eternal love upon us. He, in this, he demonstrates his love. He gives us the Lord Jesus Christ who redeems us from this place of slavery and, and it, it, it leads us now ever so carefully to that place of glory, the new heavens and the new earth. And so there's the doctrine of election here, the, this, this choosing of a holy, these people, holy to the Lord, had nothing to do with anything that they did or will do, but it has everything to do with what God has, God is doing and God has done for them. And so we, you and I today, we are believers, we are Christians, not because of anything great and wonderful in us, uh, we were sinners in this, that Christ in this, God demonstrates his love towards us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In that time and period when we still lived in Egypt, God redeemed us and brought us out of that land. And so these are just some of the themes that we see in verses 6 through uh, uh, through 16. The blessing of the Lord that comes to the people of God, that blessing that you and I experience every single day. God, God treats us with a unique care, a special care, a special providence, and he's guiding, leading us, directing us, and he indeed will bring us to our heavenly rest in which the abundant blessings of the Lord will be poured out upon all, all those that love him. This is not a universal promise in verses 12 through 16 of material wealth. Um, it is simply a way of expressing to the people the very favor of God uh, on them. Now the opening verses of the chapter, verses one through five, talk about how they will they will go in and they will clear away many nations before them. God will fight for them. The Lord will give them over into their hand, defeat them. But the focus, of course, there is the emphasis upon the God, upon the work of the Lord God Himself, not their work, but it's always on the work of the God of Heaven. And so these are just some of the things that this chapter contains there's other items here that we could talk about but again this is not meant to be exhaustive but it's meant to drive you into the chapter to think through some of these things and if i've given you a little bit to think about then that's great Um, but i trust that at least something that i've said today would uh, work uh, be useful by the spirit of god to help you as you walk the christian life if you have any comments or questions you can leave me a note the way to reach me is there before you on the screen. And so until the Friday edition, when we turn our attention to uh, chapter 8 of the book of Deuteronomy, may the Lord go before you today. May you walk according to his ways. May you strive to honor your God who has redeemed you. God bless.